Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're going to practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading it the most natural way for you to get there. You're going to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. Welcome back to Intuitive Art Sales. I'm here with Nina Albrecht, and she is an artist whose landscape paintings are based mostly on the Nordic landscape, which I find very interesting. And she's got kind of a mix of realism and fantasy in there, which is very cool to me. She is very busy with her four children, Working toward keeping her art business alive after parenting leave has kind of run its course and also focused on making sure that she is able to keep, quote unquote, her thing going, keeping it alive. So, Nina, how are we doing today? How are you feeling? Yes. Thank you for having me here. It's, it's really nice. I'm, I'm so glad you're here. Funny little trivia for those of you who are listening. <laughs> Last week we recorded a podcast episode and I hit pause at the beginning. So we lost the whole thing, but it was so good. So I'm a little bit bummed about that, but that's okay because that gives us a chance to possibly go a little bit deeper into some of uh, the strategy that we had created together. Maybe, maybe not. Let's see. Shall we? So, Nina, would you, for everyone who's listening, explain a little bit about what's happening in your life, what's happening in your business, what's happening in your art? Give us a spiel. At the moment, I'm, as Jessica said, very busy with my kids, and I'm trying to find out uh, some hours here and there to work on my art business. Last week, I tried to make an art auction and I made mm -hmm. some videos and in the end I couldn't get the people from Instagram over to my Facebook group so it ended up with no sales so kind of flat so here we are yeah so let me backtrack just a little bit and kind of explain the strategy behind what we were talking about so I had been asking Nina a little bit about, you know, where her biggest audience is, where her most engagement was happening. And it turned out that it wasn't her Instagram page, but her Facebook group. She had a rather large Facebook group that she had built up over the years. And so we decided it might be fun to try an art auction. Remind me why we decided art auction. Was it we have some pieces we wanted to move or what was happening there? Yes, I have a lot of small aquarels that I made in, in the summer. And I, I thought that this would be some like small art pieces that would be easier to sell. Mm -hmm. And so we had decided to move them over from Instagram to your Facebook group because that was where it was already working. And we thought it might be nice to even grow that space a little bit more. But the result was, I think you said you had 11 people sign up 
Tell me. Yes, 11 people saw the post and I think about two or three people came as members yes. into the yeah. group. And I don't know if they came from Instagram or from Facebook. So essentially what happened is we talked about it a little bit. I, I consider two or three people raising their hand a success. Does that mean it translated into sales? No. So how can we almost take that same art auction idea? I don't think the art auction idea should be dead. I think maybe the execution of it needs to be done a little bit differently or we need to host it in a different way because we don't have a whole lot of control over the Facebook algorithm gods, much like Instagram, right? Same people, same thing. They're not bad. It's just the algorithm. It works in our favor for a lot of ways, but in this case, it did not work in our favor. So if we're rethinking this, we know that two or three people said, I'm interested in hearing more about this art auction, whether they came from Facebook or Instagram, right? Would you agree with that statement? Yes. Yeah. Do you have an email list? Yes, I have. And I also made announced it in, in my in your email. Okay. In my email. Great. What I'm initially thinking here is making this a less content-based thing and more of a personal interaction thing. I know that I have not explained that yet, but does that feel in alignment to you? Yes, it does. Great. What if instead of you have to come over to my group and then you have to see the posts and then you have to decide that I want to bid on it? What if it became something like, there's multiple ways to do this, but a Zoom or a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live, something along those lines that is scheduled that you invite people to come to? such as those two or three people who joined the group. Actually, let me back up for a second. Did you personally tell anyone about the art auction or was it all based on email and posts? Yes, I told only kind of my my parents and... Okay. How, on a scale of one to 10, how scary would it be for you to do a live auction? 10. 10, great. <laughs> Are we willing to work through that fear? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I like to hear that. The scarier it is, the more resistance you're going to have to it, which I don't super love because we have just changed our strategy from content to personal invitations. And if you're sitting here getting really scared in your head, it's going to be harder for you to actually go out and make those. So I think we should make this a face your fears challenge instead of a everything has to run perfectly idea. Would that work for you? Yes. <laughs> you look so hesitant. I think, I think I have done like maybe three lives before. Uh, Would it be less like scary if it was like behind a like a Zoom or something where people had to say, yes, I'm coming, and then you give them a link? 
Or would you rather go all in and say, I'm going to invite people to come to this, but also I'm going to host it on a platform such as Facebook or Instagram where people could just see it and show up? Maybe rather in in that way, because if it's only coming one or two, if I invite them. So so maybe on Instagram, because I have done lives on Instagram before. Okay. So we're going to do a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live. It's getting better by the minute. How many fears can we face in this challenge? Okay, so we're going to do an Instagram Live. I want to give you some time to prepare, but not too much time that you talk yourself out of it. My thought process is somewhere between the 7 and 14 day mark. What does your head say? I think maybe on a weekend it works. Actually, let's do that. Let's look at your calendar. Yeah, I actually, I have my calendar on my phone and... And you're on your phone. And my computer <laughs> shut down just so... Okay, but, so we can't look. But some weekend uh, next or the next one after that. I have a possible hang-up in my mind around the weekend because of how my life works. I'm not here on the weekend. I'm out. I am, I don't know, camping or watching a friend's band or, you know, doing something where I'm not really available to come to something like that. So when we're thinking about your people, and I know that there's a wide variety and a range but do you think that they would be more available during the weekend or the week? And I know that we have to think about your kids too, but we're getting there. Oh, I actually think maybe the week. The week? And like I'm thinking that's about a- Thursday feels like it might be a good day. Okay. So a Thursday. I know last time we talked a little bit about your child care. Do you think that you could check in? with the grandparents and see if either this Thursday or next Thursday, today is Thursday that we're recording it. So in one week or two weeks, they would be available for an hour to watch the children. Yes. Yes, I can ask them. Okay. So our date might depend on that. But if I'm picking, October 26th would be that date. That gives us two weeks to prepare. Nina is a part of my consistent income group, so I can ask her this, and she's going to know what I'm talking about. I'll try to narrate as we go so that you guys understand too. Have you started your orbit list? I have made a potential buyer list, but I I don't know if that's... The uh, orbit list has your ideal art buyers. It has any potential collaborators you might want to work with someday in the future. It has your past buyers. Anyway, let's say it's those three. So yes, the answer is yes. You have started your list. Yes. How long is it? Yeah, about a hundred. A hundred. Okay. So I want you to add those two or three people who signed up to go to your Facebook group. They need to go on there as quote-unquote soft leads yes should i invite people personally 
to the yes. to the auction. So yes, I go into the DMs. It's up to you. So some of those people you know really well, and you have their phone number, and you text sometimes. Maybe those people you want to text. Other people, maybe it's a phone call. Other people, it's a DM. Other people, it's an email. It just depends what you think your mode of conversing with those people makes the most sense. How many should I invite in there? Do you want me to answer that? (laughs) (laughs) The more people you invite, the more people are going to show up. I'm not going to give you a number. I'm just going to leave you with that. Yeah. It depends how important it is to you that people show up. I understand that this sounds, one, scary, and two, time-consuming. However, I have the advantage of telling you, you already tried it the other way. You tried, I'm going to send an email, I'm going to write a couple social posts, and there was some success with that, but it was not as much success as you would have liked. Yes, I think it was too much work for for the return. Yeah. This sounds like a lot of work, but it's a better return. It's maybe not more work if I just like show up there. I just tell people and then I show up there with my paintings. It doesn't feel very difficult to like put a painting in front of me and just talk about it and then next. I mean, yes, that's where most people don't arrive at that conclusion until after they've done it. But I love that your brain is already, oh, actually it might be less work. I don't have to make mountain loads of content and then keep up with it and then figure out how to blah, 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 blah. It's just invite people, show up. But should I just leave behind like that it didn't work out? Because I think if the same same people come to my live auction and they see that nothing sold in the first one, so it feels kind of a bit embarrassing. I really hate saying this. There's always a chance it'll be embarrassing. Yes, it might be that it's not selling once again. So, however, that's the worst that can happen. Yes, that's the worst that can happen. And you told me, I'm going to read this. I am working towards keeping my art business alive and I'm focusing on making sure I keep my thing going. So it really becomes a matter of, is it worth the risk for it to be embarrassing versus is it worth the risk of not keeping my art business alive and focusing on keeping my thing going? And when you look at it like that, kind of like, I can be embarrassed. It's fine. It's worth it. It's more important to me to execute keeping my thing alive than it is being embarrassed once. And I don't think you're going to be embarrassed, but it's always a risk. Yeah. But I think maybe I shouldn't do it in in the auction way. It feels like it's so complicated. Maybe it would be better that something that's maybe not pay what you want, but something. I don't think that matters too much. Here's what I think will be less effective. 
if you show up and you're like, I have this auction item and now you have to go to this thing and put in your bid. Like, if we're going to do an auction, let's be an auctioneer. We don't have to talk like this. We don't have to talk like that. But here's my thing. If you're interested in placing a bid, just raise your hand. Whoever raises their hand first bids first. Are there any other bids? Going once, going twice. Okay, it's yours. Yeah. I think I saw you did a screenshot in Slack of your auction. And I think you said starting at, was it two euros? I put a starting price on every painting about uh, about 90 euros. Okay. 90, 95. And then I wrote that they can be two, at least two euros. You mean two euros above price. the starting price. Okay. Yeah. I understand. I was like, whoa, she's starting him at two? Also, I learned this from my dad. He does a lot of eBay. Starting it at two encourages people to start raising their hand and saying, yeah, I'll bid two. Sure. Well, I already bid two. I'll bid four. I'll bid 12. Uh, and that's up to you. Oh, maybe, maybe that would be, yes. That's a I thing that you have to decide, I'm willing to try this or I'm not. Yeah, I think after the last swap, maybe I could just try to start with, it's like, find you is it better than... Yeah, so we start yeah. at five and it goes up five. And then you just look for people raising their hand. Yes. There's the potential that some of them will go for lower than 90 at that point. Is that okay with you or not? I think it's okay with my yeah. aquarelles, not not with my oil paintings. No, 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 no. Aquarelle in one day, so, or like two hours. I really believe in valuing your work. And I also believe in creating momentum to create confidence to do more. So in this instance, I think it's okay to start lower and just show yourself that there is interest. Yes. Yes, I think it's good in this case. I think I have usually oh, quite okay prices on my paintings. Mm -hmm. And I have sold actually mostly of my bigger paintings. And I find it so interesting because my small ones are not selling so That is much. weird. Yeah. But great. I mean, I'm happy about that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we're starting them lower. I said five, but you pick, right? Whatever that needs to be for you. Yeah, I think five is a good start. And maybe some painting go high up and the other one goes like cheaper and it's, it's okay. Maybe it averages out. There, fellow artists and creative souls, this one's for you. If you're tired of the hustle, the endless marketing strategies that just don't feel like you, and the struggle to find the consistent income from your art, listen up. I want to introduce you to the Consistent Income for Artists program. It's not just another art marketing course. It is your personal roadmap to authentic sales and a more fulfilling creative life. Imagine finally getting paid what your art is worth while still having time to enjoy what you love most. 
Are you ready to stop playing small and start seeing tremendous growth without losing sight of your art's true essence? It's time to become a better artist, not just in your creations, but in your marketing too. And let me tell you, we've all been there, feeling the self-doubt creeping in, burning out, playing small. But here's the thing. It's not your fault. It is time for an upgrade. One of our artists, Laura, said, I had a lot of self-doubt in my brain trying to talk me out of it, but I did all the things you said, and it totally worked. It's not about passion versus money. It's about both. So join us and discover the secret to selling your art authentically, building confidence, connecting with your dream buyers, and creating a structured yet flexible marketing plan. I'm Jessica Craddock, and I have helped countless artists like you make three times more in their art sales within the first year. My consistent income program focuses on growing as a person just as much as the doing so that you can actually get ahead of the game this time. This program is for you if you're ready to make your big vision a reality, connect with the right people, and build a community that fuels your creativity. It's time to trust yourself. Get out of your comfort zone and leave the world a little bit more beautiful with your art. Don't settle for mediocrity if you can have more. Sign up for Consistent Income today and let's redefine your artistic journey together. You've got this. I've got your back. If you want more information, you can either visit my website or check out the show notes from this podcast to learn more and take the first step towards artistic success. And if you're not quite ready to sign up now, send me an email at jessica at theartistmarket.co with any thoughts or questions you have, and we'll decide if it's right for you together. Talk soon. Okay, so now, now that we know we're starting our paintings this low, we need a crap load of people. So you asked me earlier, how many people am I going to invite? I didn't answer. How many people are you going to invite? I actually think if I, I do it on Insta, I think I will invite everyone from there. And actually, I think I have more buyers on Facebook right now, but it, it's a bit more older people and, and they are not on Insta. So I think I'm trying with, with a new crew now. I believe, I don't know. I, I know that there's some software where you can basically broadcast both at the same time. A coach I had like four or five years ago used to use it. I don't know what it's called. I don't know how to do it. I don't know if it's still around. I don't know how techy you are and if you want to try to figure that out. But I'm just throwing that out there. It could also be you invite all your Instagram people and your list of orbit that's a lot of people to invite i like it the more people who are already there the more people it's gonna show to also so there's that but maybe it's on instagram and then let's say it goes pretty good but we have some left maybe then we go do it again on facebook yes yes that would be like a great plan but I think how can I how can I write to the people without being like too too silly that so I don't scare away the followers. Okay, so if we were inviting a smaller list, I would make it a little bit more detailed. So we have this resource called a conversation starter list. 
inside yeah. of consistent income. If you were inviting a smaller number and they were higher priced things, I would probably use that as your starting point, basically to open up the conversation before you're then like, also, I have this thing, just wanted to invite you. Because we are starting bids at five euros and we're thinking about inviting, I don't know how many people, lots and lots. It probably is one of those situations where if you don't already know them pretty well, we're probably just no, throwing it out there. So I think what I would say is something along the lines of, I just wanted to say thank you for liking my art. I'm going to be hosting a live Instagram auction with paintings starting at five euros. Let me know if you have any interest and I'll send you over the details. Something like that. Also use their name. Yes. So it's not just a 100% copy-pasted message. The more personalization you can do, the better. And maybe some chat with them a bit before and then tell so them If they're people it. that you care about, especially the people on your orbit list, if there can be any chatting before, that's good. Yeah, and maybe commenting on their posts. Yeah. And- I would also go back through like any comments that you've had or DMs you've had and make sure to invite those people first. How many followers do you have? I have on Insta about 2,000. So since we're just experimenting and taking a chance here, I'd say even if you're not sure, but you have the time, go for it. But getting through 2,500 people is kind of cray-cray. So like, let's prioritize with who we're starting with. Yes. Yes, I think maybe the people that are having like interior profiles might be interested in painting. So if I were prioritizing, it would look something like, I'm going to start with my orbit list because we have already put them on there for a reason. Yes. After that, if they are people you are DMing with or are leaving comments and they're not on your orbit list, which may or may not be true, those people are next. And then after that, it's just a numbers game. Like, let's see how many people we can get through. Is this feeling good so far? Yes. Or scary? Both. Okay. So the facing the fear part of this challenge. It's not a 30-day challenge because it's 14 days from now. So it's a 14-day challenge. So how can we break this down into a, a way that it's more about I am winning because I executed X amount of actions rather than I am winning because X amount of people said they would come. So when we're trying to face fear, we don't want to base our outcome on a success. We want to base our outcome on I did it. Yes. So if you were to create your own 14-day challenge, what would that look like for you? Like for uh, preparing for the auction. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that maybe if I start with the first week I just go and chat with with the people and then I mm-hmm. use the second week for inviting them so I just have the conversations going on and then then I tell them oh I'm having spontaneously an auction in someday okay yeah I like that and then I I tell them that 
Does that give you enough time to make enough invitations? Seven days, essentially. Yeah, I think for sure I can continue to also to invite people the following week and then I'll invite them just a little bit faster to the auction. So one thing that I want to add to this, which is another layer, but it will also increase the effectiveness, is if they say yes, give me the information. I want you to put a check mark or something next to their name. And then the day before, go through and send them all reminders. Yes. Yes. That's great. So let's say you're doing it at noon. I would probably send a reminder, not more than 24 hours in advance. So let's go with the 24-hour window. Somewhere in that 24 hours, we're sending reminders. Yes. Maybe I could send to some people 24 hours and to others like 10 hours to see yeah. if it's some difference there. Yeah, that's a great idea. Test that. Okay, so our plan is pretty simple right? We're going to host Instagram live auction, October 26th. First step is ask for childcare. Make sure that that works. Second step, we've already got our orbit list. Good job. We don't have to go find all those people. We're going to start chatting with as many of them as possible and inviting them next week and reminding the ones who say, yes, I would like more information 24 hours to 10 hours before. What else do you need? I maybe could make some one or two videos and yeah, tell about it. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Also, 24 hours before, put out a reminder content, whether that's email or Instagram. Hey, this is happening. Set your clock. You can also do a story where it yes. has a countdown. I would do that as well. Yes, yes, I so did Mixing that. The last a little bit too. of content in there but it's mostly personal. Okay, so backtracking one more time. I asked you how we are going to make this a 14-day challenge, and you gave me a great answer. However, in Face Your Fear challenges, we need something measurable. How can you tell yourself you succeeded? What measure of success, not based on an outcome, but based on actions? can we set for you? Well, I think it's kind of everyone I'm I'm connecting to is a success. How many people do you want to connect to? Let's make that our measure of success. Yes. And I think maybe if I am anyway go for that, I connect with 10 new people every day. I think it's like then I can have a goal for every day. Then I don't like it's for one day that like making 50 and then I really drained. Does 10 a day feel doable to you? And does 10 a day feel like enough? There's no wrong answer here. This is you. If I say 10 is like mini me, 10 to 20. Okay. If you say 10 to 20, are you going to do 10 or are you going to do 20 or are you going to do somewhere in between? Like just based on your knowledge of how you work. I think if it works out, like I have a good conversation with the people, then I think I think it's like fun to do it. And then I will connect to even mm -hmm. more people. So I think it's like it's working out. Great. So let's set it at 10. Because for me, 
If I set it too high and I don't do it, then I start feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm already failing. So let's set it at a reachable benchmark. And then if it's fun, you do more. And I asked, does that feel like enough people? And does that feel doable? And sometimes you have to compromise between the two, but it's good to like think through it beforehand. Yeah, I'd like to do more than 70 people, but... If I say I have to do 140 people, I might not do it. So we're deciding actively, I'm going to set it at 10 people a day. How do you feel? What's going to keep you stuck? What's going to make you go forward? What do you need? Anything? I think I will have to do a, a video for myself to try, just like to trying to have an auction, maybe one or two, and then... I feel more prepared. Invite a friend. Be like, can I practice on you? Yes. One of the advantages of this is when you reach October 26th, whether you're ready or not, you already told all these people you're doing it and they're coming. So you just have to hit the start record button and ready go and yes. whether I'm ready or not. And then you're going to figure it out. It's kind of like being a guest on this podcast. <laughs> yes. Like, well, I scheduled it and I have to show up. I don't know what she's going to yeah. ask me, but I just have to do it. It's kind of like that. Yes. Yes. But I, actually, I think this fits my personality pretty good because I'm pretty exciting. Yeah. And it's going to be the same for this. Yeah. I like to work with strengths. Usually the things that are your strengths, that are your strengths that you haven't really fully explored yet are the things that are the scariest. Those are the things you end up being the best at, which is awesome. So when you start facing these fears and doing these challenges and you see the results, wow, lots of people were interested in having a conversation with me. Wow, lots of people actually said yes. Wow, people actually showed up. Wow, I actually sold some things. Then it's like, okay, well, let's explore that idea again. How can I put myself in a similar situation? And that's how you learn really what's working for you and how you like doing it. Yeah, it came to my mind that I have worked with telemarketing before, but not for myself. And yeah. and I was so surprised because it worked out pretty well. I'd so, say that's massive because so most so people what I have to do like being like live, right? Most people telemarketing is like. You want me to do what? <laughs> yeah. uh, no way. It was but, really horrible. <laughs> but you've already tried it and said it worked out pretty well, which is like amazing in itself. So I think you got this. Even I've tried a similar strategy with people who are very shy and very reluctant. And by the end of it, they were like, man, I loved that or some version of that. Yes, I loved connecting exactly. with all those people. I loved seeing that they were interested in my work. They really proved to me that I was not just out there speaking out into the void. And that felt so good. And I loved the connections. So for someone like you who's already said, yeah, I actually think that this is going to work out well. I have, I have high hopes for you. Thank you. Good. Let's try this again, shall we? Redo. Yeah? Yeah. Go team. Okay. All right, Nina. I don't think this episode's going to come out before your auction, unfortunately. 
But where can people find you so that you can find them so that if you have another art auction, you know how to find them? <laughs> you find me on Instagram at Sister Henry. It's S-Y-S-T-E-R underscore H-E-N-R-Y. Yes. It's the English name is Sister Henry, but I have a, a Swedish name. So it's like Sister means sister. And it's the name of a Pelargoni. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, so you're going to go find Nina over at Sister with a Y Henry on Instagram. And I am going to watch with bated breath while you complete your actions and update me in Slack. Yes, I will. Okay, great. I'm very excited. Okay. Yeah, you need so much. You're so welcome. Let's talk again soon. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. And as an added bonus, when you subscribe, it helps other artists find this advice so we can learn how to make our art more valuable as a community. What could be better than that? Be sure to say hello and let me know you've been listening over on Instagram. My handle is at Artist Market Cup. I would love to hear from you.